All right, let's get straight into it. I um, sure. I want to start with a follow up from uh, from episode four. I, I saw this um this week. I, I'm not sure whether they. The, I, what I reckon has happened is they've heard our podcast. They've gone, Daniel. This is a brilliant idea. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right. So there's a um. This is from episode four where I talked about uh, ad support ad supported products. Um. You know, oh, yeah. So where you're buying a product for free in quotes. Um. But you're having to sign up to a, a mailing list or you know do surveys or receive advertising or something like that. So this is from episode four. Um. And what's recently happened is uh, a few months ago, there's a startup called Telly um, in the US, I believe, and they sell a 55-inch TV, so normal TV. Then underneath yep. is a thin screen. It's not a TV, but it's a thin screen that goes underneath, um, and that serves ads or weather or news and other information. So it's almost like a ticker, and that's always on. And that's basically your your ad platform. And if people try and mess with that bottom screen, it'll affect the top screen, so they can deactivate the top screen if you know they try and turn the bottom screen off, for example. Um, and so this is exactly what I was talking about. So they get the TV for free. Um, they've got the main TV and then they've got this this ticker that runs along the bottom that's always showing advertising. So in the first week, how many people do you reckon signed up in the first week? I honestly have no idea. 250,000 people. For ad-supported TV? Yeah. Oh my See, God. I, I told you this idea this idea is going to work. And this is for TV and this is obviously screen so it makes sense, but I reckon you can still do it with uh, with other products as well. That's incredible. We did the desirability, feasibility, viability and we, we did know it was a good idea. So that's great validation. Yeah, I think individually, you know, it's potentially even for hotel chains, you know, that could be something that, uh, you know, they obviously get heaps of people running through. So yeah, anyway, great idea. Good follow up. Um, I just thought it was worth pointing out that yeah. we got some validation again. So that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Do, do you want to lean into this this week's idea with that one then? Uh, well, I do want to lean into this week's idea. It's, um, it's a separate idea, but it's also a follow up. So last week in episode seven, I spoke about a meeting room AI. So basically, the, the challenge of finding a room within a, a kind of a medium to large business. Um, it's challenging. It takes time. So what if there was uh, an AI effectively that could book a room, find a room, book a room uh, based on whatever input criteria you've got? Now, that's good if you're in a business and you're an employee trying to find rooms. But what if you're a regular person? You need to try and find a venue. It's your birthday. It's a wedding. It's a business function. What if there was a similar kind of concept, but for, yeah, I suppose venues outside of work? So hmm. similar to last year, the idea is, you know, a relatively simple input. So it could be information like the date, um, fairly obviously, number of people, the purpose, requirements. Uh, you can have a list uh, maybe of, of priorities or, you know, things that are important to you. So, you know, kids, no kids, for example, or, uh, you know, on a main road, not on a main road. There might be other functions that you put in and other uh, other inputs. And then it comes back with all the options in an organized, let's say it's a table, organized table. It has it all ranked or sorted or organized in some way that you choose. It's got the pros, the cons, you know, videos, images. It's got everything already organized for you. you can, for a venue. That's what you're saying. You're talking about a, venue booking. Yeah, it's venue booking. Yep. Mm, yep. Love it. Love it. I think you, you can, massive industry. Yeah. And you can do it now. There are heaps of sites that do this. So you, you go on, you, you input the various filters and it will come back with a huge list, but you have to go through manually. You have to go through individually. Then you're probably keeping a separate, maybe a spreadsheet of scores and the ranks and all of that kind of stuff. But this effectively would do all of that hard work for you and just come back with yeah a ranked list based on your input criteria. So that's the Love idea. It. I, I think straight forward, but a good follow on from last week. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think the desirability is there? I think similar to last week uh, to, the, to the meeting AI, it, it's just one of those time consuming tasks. It's not hard to do, but it's time consuming. It can be frustrating. There's a lot of back and forth. It's the time spent. And I think the, the other thing that's interesting is when you pick a venue. So this, this bit's different from the meeting room, but when you pick a venue, that venue reflects on you. And so the decision <laughs> of where which venue, because you know, if you, you get a place that's, I don't know, it's too loud or it's, it, there's 
a smell that's running through it or whatever it is, it kind of reflects back on you. Um, and so I think a tool like this will help with all that back and forth. There's still going to be the element of physically going there and, and, and you know, having a look at the place and things like that. Is this, but, is this because you had a poor venue for your birthday this weekend, mate? Did you, <laughs> no, you weren't the, happy with the, the venue, venue or? <laughs> the venue wasn't too, but ironically, I came up with this, this idea. Or I thought of this idea before my birthday, but yes, it would have been suitable for my birthday. <laughs> there was right, a smell that right. was running through the place. I felt bad. <laughs> what, 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 so what's your, what, give me an example. I want to, I want to put, bring this to like, bring it to life for me. What, what kind of venue would you choose? Would you, would you like, what, what preferences do you put in and like, give me, go through your customer journey for this product. Uh, well, I think when I was looking for my venue, it, it actually started with just thinking in my head, you know, where's a good place to go. I know, I know the, the rough number of people. I know the kind of vibes and the feel that I want to have, you know, I know the, the type of venue. So I wanted a pub. So I wanted something that had food that had drinks. And yeah, it was kind of a bit of word of mouth, just asking a few people if they knew where was a good venue to go to. So I didn't actually, no, I did, I did do a couple of searches online just to have a look at, at what was around, but yeah, I didn't really find what I was looking for. Yeah. So that's where something like this, I could put in yeah, the information that I'm looking for and it will just come back with that list and just do all the hard, well, it's not hard, it's easy, but it's the frustrating admin work. So it can cut out a lot of that, that, uh, that time early on as part of that process. Love it. So what's the business model for that for someone? Like that? Uh, well, I don't, I don't think there'll be too many costs. I, I think it's a relatively low cost model because I, th- I think you could build this just scraping information that's already available on the web. So the costs will be fairly low. I think you'd want to make it free for the user. Ideally, you'd want to take some kind of clip of ticket or referral fee from the venue. But if we're just scraping data, I'm not sure how you're going to do that. So it could be that once you've built enough traffic, you know, that you start having ads or affiliate links or things like that. Mm. Um, yeah, absolutely. You could do, so, take a percentage of transaction. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a it's a relatively easy idea. It's, it's not a huge idea. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's very scalable, um, mm. but you'd have to work on that that viability or that business model in terms of how you Yeah, I think it's a money. fantastic idea. And on that, uh, my only my only uh, sort of thoughts on the idea are, yeah, brilliant idea, definite demand. You're actually the second person to say that there's an opportunity here to me. I've heard someone else told me about an idea they had about similar to this. So I think there there's obviously an opportunity. And the other thing is just around the business model. I mean, you could do what you're sort of thinking around the, the consumer and I get that, but you could almost take a step back and sell this as the software and do a SaaS model and sell it to existing aggregators like I don't know what like the booking.com of venues or whatever it is right and sell them the software on a SaaS model with API calls or whatever and you sell them that and they integrate it because they've already got the customer facing it I don't know what do you think yeah yeah that's a good idea didn't think of that mm. I, I think there's a lot you could do with this it, but like I said it is it is quite simple and so whether you go that route whether you go the, the direct route I think there's something in it yeah absolutely um, I might uh, just in the interest of time uh, push on to the next idea let's get into it so what I want to do is I want to do genetic testing for dating, right? <laughs> you do not disappoint in the crazy idea department. Let me just say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out here. So, I mean, dating and online dating, I feel like dating's ready for another iteration. And, you know, it, it's gone through the traditional model of, you know, in person, it's hit online very heavily. I don't even, I'm 28 and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the dating market and I uh, don't know anyone that is in the similar position that doesn't date online, if that makes sense. Like most, I think it's, I think they've reached like 80 percent penetration last thing I read. So it's due for another iteration. 
And I was like, okay, what's another iteration on dating? Well, how about actual genetic matching? So we've all, we all do genealogy and we do, you know, you try to, to find your history and where your family are from. And some people have started to do that for nutritional value as well and health and wellness. Where you do a test, you do a swab test, you send them your saliva and they send back all of your, you know, genetic predispositions, whether that be genetic or nutritional or genealogy, right? So my one is let's take this DNA data and, and find some other indicators and find whatever indicators are related to dating and good relationships and then match them with people. And, you know, this person is a genetic match to you. You know, one, it would stop incest, which um, can be a problem. It, no, no, seriously, it can be a problem because, you know, the, the genes get weaker when in, in those types of relationships, right? And sometimes you hear those horror stories or not horror stories, I'm sure, but, you know, where people accidentally, you know, are, are in a relationship with their second or third cousin or something just because of yeah, you know, history and so forth, right? So, and what this that, can do- That's not common. I mean, it probably happens more than you think, Dan. And I, I've just heard stories on the news, right? And so the other thing is, you know, having a more genetically diverse gene set as an individuals has been proven to be typically healthier. So you and you, you're less susceptible to certain genes, right? So the more diverse your gene set, so if it's it's further away from you, then it's healthier, right? So you can sort of get a rating. So you maybe it attaches to your dating profile. You pay for this kit. That's the model, and then you get then you start getting ratings on every person. Like this person is a good genetic match, and so forth for your dating pool. So I think it's it's really an interesting one. There's a Black Mirror episode, uh, TV TV series. Um, the episode's called Hang the DJ, which is along similar lines. That, did you see that one? Brings a bell. What, what's it about? It, it's trying to remember. It's basically where people are uh, they're matched into relationships. This one's by an algorithm though, uh, so it's it's not genetic matching, but it's based on an algorithm. And they've got I think a fixed amount of time that they have to spend together. Um, mm. But interesting one if you're interested in uh, genetic what is it genetic dating give that a uh, give yep. that a watch right so it's just like sort of a uh, I'm assuming they use data different types of data to do the dating it's something like that yeah yeah I mean yeah so genetics probably just one data set now I think about it that you could use to make a more sophisticated model and for sophisticated matching I think it will drive the most results genetic matching as opposed to just like you know personality traits you know that you get on like a eHarmony or like whatever you know Bumble Tinder you know, or you like the same music it's sort of like well I can like the same music but I'll be a completely different person right whereas the genetics is actual health and science as to why you'll be a good match well so my uh, my thought here is is there a an argument around the nurture versus nature because your your genes might determine certain certain physical features maybe but you know is there an mm. element of nurture because obviously the, the way you're brought up and you know all those things might be different to purely genetic matching yeah yeah true 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 there's both of those right it's both it's environmental and, and genetic I agree and mm. that's where the cultural thing and all those other other factors as well, right? You probably have to take into account. It's a good point. And yeah, uh, producer Rodney's just typed in a point there that is good if you're if you're going to breed as well. You're going to have kids. You know, you could you know pick also good genetics for your children as well, which is another whole episode about gene editing and and, and babies off the shelf sort of thing. <laughs> babies off the shelf. All right, I look forward to that idea. You you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like picking picking whatever you know, blue eyes. You know, I want my baby to have blonde hair. You just like choose choose, and then the baby gets made like that because they can you know genetically alter the embryo. But yep. um, that's that's another whole episode. But yeah, that's my idea. And I, yeah, so business model, you know, you pay 300 bucks for this saliva kit. You just do a swab, you send it away, and then it updates to your existing dating profile uh, and already validated by existing genealogy and health testing kits that are out there that are still even getting, uh, you know, plenty of market adoption. I'm planning on doing my genealogy one soon anyway myself. Have you done that? I haven't done it, no. I think it's interesting though. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was it's surprising because my my grandparents did it and they, you know, you know, they've been told their stories passed down from, you know, their family in the past. Like, oh, we're from this area or we're from this area 
here and it just comes back and it's like well not really we're not <laughs> so you know we're, we're actually you know 80 percent british we're not as european as we thought <laughs> yeah no my yeah I've, I've got a quite a big family so i'd um i'd love to do a family tree and you know trace it back um you know all the way back to you know the the mid- middle of the last century mm. you know back to my the italian roots but yeah look mm. I, I think this is a pretty good idea I, I think the business model is pretty good too pretty compelling because there's lots of these there's a dent there's a dental one that i know where they'll send out a pack you know you do your um there's like a putty thing you put in your mouth and then you send it back and it will send back the the plate or the mouth guard that goes in your mouth mm. for teeth whitening so i think that business model of sending out the test sending about I, I like the idea of attaching it to your existing dating profile so that like you've said it is then a, a, a mixture of both the genetic information and then your other cultural environment you know that that nurture nature thing yeah that's a good one yeah yeah well i, I was Agreed. um i wasn't sure where you were going to go with this when uh, when you first said the idea but <laughs> i think you've <laughs> you've done well i <laughs> convinced you <laughs> you've convinced me oh all right so let's call it there mate all right sounds good see ya see ya